She's good. Oh my gosh. Hello. Thank you so much for, wow, pressing play on this podcast. My name is Julia Schroeder. I'm Katie McGraw. And I'm Mary Beth Colbix. And if you're listening to this, there's probably a name of this podcast, but um, full disclosure, we don't know what that is yet. We haven't chosen it. But we've thrown we, a lot around. We've thrown we, a lot we, around. So if we it may is, never name. <laughs> and it may just be blank. But if it is Savannah McCaskill fan club, um, I, I want to let you know at this point that I did win. But I seconded her motion. Yeah. That's fine with me. Okay, well then maybe, is that, that... Is that, maybe that's the name. We'll find out. <laughs> it's a little creepy, but otherwise I'm good with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll workshop it. So, um, what we know a little bit about what we're going to be talking about, though, and that is uh, women's sports in general. And uh, in particular, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the uh, Challenge Cup, which is the National Women's Soccer League playing their uh, coronavirus-constricted <laughs> season all in the span of a couple months um, in Utah. And the three of us have been watching these games and have just been elated at how much fun it's been and how much fun it's been to uh, chat with each other um, during these games and around these games and um, everything surrounding the NWSL and the Challenge Cup in general has been just um, pure joy to us in these times. And so we were like, yeah, let's start a podcast. Yeah. And I would like to say like, so I knew, I know very little about soccer still, but I knew even less going into this. My experience with, with soccer is basically just like watching U.S. women's national team here and there. Um, and I got to the point where I wanted to start supporting the full league. Um, so I watched and I had no idea what soccer was going into it. And now I have a basic idea of how to play it. Um, I don't think that I could play it, but I know how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think it, it's been fun to to watch it and to learn it. And I didn't expect how much I would get into it. Um, when I started watching the tournament, I've watched every game. Um, I've I've not only learned about soccer, but I've made a lot of observations otherwise. Um, and I hope that all of our listeners know that much of what I'm talking about will be nonsense. And I hope you enjoy it <laughs> because that's going to continue when we talk about other sports as well. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I, I've, I've also been um, kind of following the U.S. women's national team when they've, you know, when they've been playing in World Cups for the past I don't know, maybe three World Cups, but I never really got invested in the the U.S. League until after this world, this last World Cup cycle. So since then, I've been kind of taking in everything that I can, um, trying to learn as much as I can because you know it's not the same game that you play in sixth grade rec soccer. <laughs> um, it's similar, it's a different beast. Turns it's out nobody wears well. giant '90s shin guards. That was yeah. been my biggest takeaway yeah. from yeah, this like tournament. An- ankle guards. Oh With my the, god, yeah, the strap. Yeah, yeah. I really no have been like, wait, why don't they have full leg protection, full suit of armor on? <laughs> that is crazy. Like to me. I've witnessed in elementary school. Yeah, it honestly even is a is a um, is annoying to me that some of them wear their shin guards so damn low. That was always like a sign of like, 
uh, you were a bad soccer player if you like wore your shin guard so low. <laughs> that that lady's we'll got saggy shins. She's not good. <laughs> but they do. Uh, Tobin Heath, I think, started that trend. But anyway, so yeah, I, I, um, and I think a lot of people have uh, really gotten on board with the U.S. women's national team, particularly after the 2019 World Cup, um, because they just put on such a show and were just like a, a incredible team to watch, um, literally perform. And I think that riding that wave into the um, professional league is super important. And to have people put their money where their mouth is in terms of watching these women play um, in the professional league is so important. It's really the least we can be doing is watching these women play. And it's, it's like the level of talent and the the level of play that they're playing is just like insane it's so fun to watch they are true professionals and they're like killing it um so it's just not only is it like yeah we get to support um growing the game within our country uh growing the women's game especially but it's like damn this is fun and I think it's it's just like proof that you don't need to know anything about soccer to enjoy watching at me next time yeah (laughs) yeah so I think you already in the podcast two seconds in (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry um but yeah no I think like what we want to do is just encourage people to watch more women's professional sports whether it's the WNBA, the National Women's Hockey League, which really needs our support, or like curling, like Mary Beth. <laughs> I, I can't wait to watch <laughs> curling. Um, you guys are yeah. gonna, that's like the one sport I know about for some reason, and I've never done it. <laughs> yeah, across the board, uh, these yeah. sports need to be need to be uh, put on the map for for women, and um, it literally, it, uh, we can't stress to you how fun it is to watch them play. Uh, it, it, this is my life now. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I'm like, I will say, I can't talk to you unless you watch it as well. Let me, let me tell everybody that for this past month, and even when I was watching like the World Cup stuff last year, uh, my sister has this whole time been like, why are you watching soccer? Who are you? You don't know anything about soccer. And I'm like, I can't stop. Like, leave me alone. I like it. It's a <laughs> so she's, been, yeah, she's been making fun of me. And then I made her watch a game with me like a couple games ago. And she fully is so obsessed that she went out and bought a soccer goal and she bought goalie gloves and she makes me play with her in the backyard and she's like won't stop watching now and so now I'm gonna hold it over her head for the rest of her life but I would like to come over do it come watch it come watch and 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 come oh no I want to come kick soccer balls at your sister okay (laughs) I was doing it earlier yeah okay yeah that's what we're saying (laughs) I'll be YOB bring my own ball (laughs) I've called her out, but I feel like she deserves it for making fun of my, my soccer enjoyment. But now she also enjoys soccer and doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, honestly, shout out to Laura. And like, it start, you know, it starts with the Colbixes, and then, and then, you know, where do we go from there? I don't know. We sweep the nation. 
if you're what if you're watching this in terms of listening to it right now <laughs> and you're like okay why am i what one why am i listening to this just hang on because you're gonna get obsessed just like the rest of us we're gonna <laughs> tell like you everything we know about soccer and everything we know about not soccer <laughs> exactly this is i mean and and we're gonna the, this podcast is gonna run the gamut of like oh you know, we, we know, we know the most intricate details of like the, the, the stand, the stand Twitter. <laughs> Emily, I can tell it. you exactly what time the sun glare goes away. <laughs> yeah. And that is, um, 730 EST. 25, 25 minutes into the game. The sun glare goes away. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Oh, it's beautiful though. So, we don't get it so much. We, we know the, we know the Let's facts see. and we know a little bit, not the facts. <laughs> We know, we know about soccer and we also know that, um, you know, the, the, uh, Charlie Puth, um, has written at least two jingles for Subway. One for Tristan, one for Matthew. And thank you to <laughs> Tristan and Matthew for asking for those $5 footlongs to come back because we were all thinking it. Songs of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, absolutely. So, so what we're trying to say is, I mean, you're, you're, you're in for some, uh, some inside, inside baseball, no pun intended. Some tasty treats. I don't know what you're saying some now. tasty treats. And also for just like, uh, you know, talk that has nothing to do with any fucking thing at all, but that we find uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> and then once we've moved on from soccer, you'll hear us talk nonsense about some other sports. Exactly. Because all women's sports are um, important and uh, including curling. Um, especially curling, I would say. I agree. Sure. Okay. Without any further ado, let's uh, get into it. <laughs> But we are three, um, Wim XN, JK, <laughs> we are three women, we're three gals who are, um, decided that we're gonna just record ourselves having conversations about women's sports, um, because we have found ourselves pretty much obsessed, and we think that it's uh, an important issue to um, be talking about and get into uh, mainstream conversation, and um, overall be more uh, widespread than it has been, um, certainly in the last several decades, and um, even more than in the last couple of years, which it is uh, coming into itself a little bit more um but only as the u.s women's national team has proven themselves to be better athletes than anyone else on this planet so it should yeah. take that um and uh yeah that's why we're here yes we would like to signal boost the ladies hey <laughs> and not just because they're ladies i mean that's but definitely what probably drew good. us in but because they're fucking sick because we're talented women Can I oh swear? sorry uh no <laughs> oh, okay um because they're <laughs> bitching <laughs> sick um i don't yeah. think katie katie knows how to not swear when she talks about how powerful women are you know when i just think of women automatically i just start cursing 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so do men sometimes. Yeah. Am I a of, man? And we'll get into this, but uh, the whole AOC thing. Yeah. Where? What's his name? Are you Representative Kevin it? Yoho? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, his name is Kevin? I don't know. I made it. I think it's oh, Ted. I think it's yeah, Ted. Think it's Ted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm full. I'm full. Uh, Ted Yoho uh, supporter on this one. Yeah, exactly. But I say that to say that we're not coming at this from a um, Wikipedia knowledge base. Yeah, we're just you're not going to get a lot of facts. If you're looking for statistics, you can see yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Any that we know came from Google while we were watching the game. <laughs> But what we do have is a lot of heart and a lot of love for the game and games. <laughs> and we're gaining knowledge as, as we go. Yeah. And I, w- I think it's worth mentioning, um, if I can, that um, I, I played sports all my life. And even so, no less than I should. <laughs> I, think, um, I think it's worth mentioning that I played sports through eighth grade and then was a band kid. So that's about my yeah, Let's talk here. about our relationship with, with sports. Okay, wait. So Mary Beth, you played as a kid. Uh-huh. I played um, softball through eighth grade. I played for Frost Middle School, Frost Phantom. Um, May Cat, uh, yeah. shout out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Julia, um, for people that don't know us, Julia lives in New York City. Um, and Katie and I are in Michigan, uh, but she used to live in Michigan with us, and we're from the same hometown and sort of knew of each other in high school, but did not know each other. Yes, That's we had mutual. Cute. Right? Yeah. And also, okay, and so th- this is uh, Julia speaking. Um, also, Katie and I sort of knew each other, but didn't know each other. All three of us have these, they had these. Uh, dare I say connections? Coincidental um, yeah. connection. <laughs> we were like ships passing in the night, like just barely missing each other. Exactly. And, and it seems so like paranormal too. Like I just feel, I don't like really even know what that word is, but I would like to just throw it out there as like, that's what our connection was. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, I believe it's destiny for us to be doing this um, podcast with our remedial sports knowledge together. Completely to um, fully agree. Celebrate the, the talented ladies. It should be mentioned that we obviously don't have a name for this yet. So, I mean, anything's on the table and. Um, yeah, throw them out, throw out the names to us and we'll, uh, we'll get there in the end. By the, <laughs> by the time we're done doing this podcast, we will maybe name it. Yeah. Not this one Definitely. in particular, but every episode we episode. choose to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I mean, we're we we've been amped about women's sports. Um, I, I um, and so the which which is why we're doing this, and part of the reason why we're coming together at this time and the urgency is so high is because the uh, National Women's Soccer League is playing in the Challenge Cup right now. Um, which is the coronavirus version of their league. <laughs> Good. Right? Good description. Yes. I yes. mean, I don't know. <laughs> Which has made it so much cooler, though. And also, um, the quarantine has made it so that my schedule is um, fairly free. And I've been able to watch these games. So it's been, uh, I've been 
uh, quite blessed. And uh, so I will go so far as to say, um, you know, COVID is a, a blessing to us all and everyone is benefiting from it. And I'm pro, I'm pro COVID. <laughs> pro COVID. Good wow, to know. Wow, really coming out there. Down. First uh, pro Mr. Yoho. <laughs> Whatever his, <laughs> is his name even, is his last name Yoho? Have I just made it up completely now? Oh, we, I, no, it Yo-Ho. is it. It's Ted Yoho, right? Yes. I don't know. Florida. I don't know who he he's is. Wait, and he's a he's senator? Rude. What's his name? I think he's a representative. I don't know anything about him, but he's rude. <laughs> he's a rude man. Um, watch watch uh, what you say about him. <laughs> he's your guy. <laughs> bro, bro Corona all around. Um, but like, yeah, as far as um, the Challenge Cup goes, I think that it, it brings us back to like why I wanted to do this podcast was to show that like um, women, regardless of their knowledge of sports, can support professional women in sports, <laughs> um, even if they don't know anything. I know nothing about soccer, um, as Julia can attest to um, for me <laughs> being like, who's this green outfit lady and why is she standing so far away from that net? <laughs> She's making me nervous. And, and for the record, it was uh, the goalie, Jane Campbell. And, <laughs> and she, she did make me nervous a lot. Like two, two goals that game where she just got chipped. Um, yeah, but look there. how many she saved in the end. She's on to the finals, right? Am I thinking of the right person? You're See, I'm learning. Uh, and you can too if you support women's sports. Um, but yeah, it's fun, even if you don't know anything about it, to, to watch and to learn about them and to, to make other observations that have nothing to do with the sport uh, and laugh about those, which I have plenty and I will bring up all the time as we do this. Um, yeah. But I, think I just think also, it's, it's cool. Yeah, do. it's freaking awesome. And also the WNBA comes back on Saturday, so... And spoiler and, alert, I know less about basketball than soccer, <laughs> oh, regardless of the you, Detroit shock hat I'm wearing right now. <laughs> when I tell you I know nothing about basketball, here's what I know about basketball. Sue Bird. Sue Bird, yes. Sue Bird. <laughs> and because she has a connection to uh, soccer. And Diana Taurasi, <laughs> and that's about it. Well, okay, it's worth mentioning also that as a co- college soccer player, both of the people on this podcast, Mary Beth and Katie, no more than I do about um, the National Women's Soccer League and the U.S. Women's National Team. But it really is, to Mary Beth's point, a matter of watching these games and paying attention, and then you get obsessed. It's true. Like, I can't stop watching it. I've watched every game. Also, my oven is on, so give me one second. (laughs) Julia's apartment is currently on fire. (laughs) Oh, Julia. Oh, she's alive. Okay. Okay, hi. That was very bad. I made some chickpeas in the oven earlier and um, can see and can feel how hot it is. Uh, And I realize that the oven is on. I'm so sorry. I'm doing the timeout symbol because I've just now learned that you can cook chickpeas in an oven. (laughs) I don't know how to cook anything. I have very little knowledge about anything on this planet is what everybody's learning about me right now. (laughs) We found a really good hummus recipe uh, Mm. in Quar. Sweet. 
Well, I'll send. I live okay, nearby, so drop like, them off. Okay, well, it's weirdly like <laughs> Ina Garten's recipe. Oh, yeah. And well, I sent it Jewish. to my Lebanese friend, and she was like, yeah, that looks good, because I wanted, like, her approval, because she's very um, picky about hummus, and she was okay. like, that looks like it'll be good. So. Okay, shout out to Ina, too. Um, legend icon. Um. Star, <laughs> in her own right. Mm-hmm. And, and shout um, out to hummus. Shout out to hummus. I, yeah, maybe my favorite food. But whenever I, I make it. Whenever I make it, it's, like, too chunky because I don't ever take the skin off. Oh, you got to take the skin off. Do you have a food processor? Mm. A blender? I do have a blender. Vitamix in it is good. Uh, this conversation might be ruining hummus for me. No. <laughs> chunky skin Sorry. hummus. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> chunky, skin. chunky skin hummus. Yeah. No, don't let it ruin it. It's, like, it's, it's worth it. <clears throat> I do believe that we did discuss while watching the Challenge Cup that I like to put paprika in my hummus. Oh, you did? Yes. Um, I did learn that about you. And, um, Katie, do you like to put anything on your hummus? I like to put it in my mouth. Okay, good. Yeah. That's, Sometimes I'll put feta on there. Well, what have you been... Okay. Uh, uh, um, okay. So... Speaking speaking of hummus, um, the Challenge Cup is um, <laughs> going on now, and the final is on um, the final is on um, Sunday. We're recording this now on Thursday, um, and in the final, so we're going to spend a little bit of time catching you guys up on like all the important stuff that's been going on in the Challenge Cup, including what's important to us: the coffee truck, which. We, it has been cool, and I felt, like, happy that they've had that. But first I want to say, just so, I mean, to get everyone sort of, like, legit caught up, um, the, in the final is Houston Dash and Chicago Red Stars, which we're uh, excited about. What are our feelings on the, these two teams going? Um, as, oh, you, Katie, take the, take the reins. I'm very excited. I think – that Chicago has got a really, like, solid team. Um, they have Julie Ertz, who is quite possibly the best soccer player in the world. Love her. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I think, especially in last – was it last night, the game? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the semifinal last night was between Chicago and Sky Blue FC. Holler! I can see, but I'm wearing yeah, but- a Sky Blue sweatshirt. Exactly. Um, there was a lot of goals scored, so most exciting game I would I would yes. posit. Yeah, it was exciting. A three to it two, exciting. a yeah. three to two victory um, uh, with Chicago uh, beating Sky Blue, which was cool. I mean, Sky Blue played a great game. It was in the first ten minutes, and I, I go, I go, James, James, it's a high scoring game. Get out here because he's always <laughs> like, you know, they should start with PKs and then, and then it would be high scoring and then the teams. And I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> Get out of here, sir. <laughs> no, no, that's not sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, but, but uh, I'm super excited about Houston dash too. They were like, like one of the bottom two teams last yes. year uh, and finished like eighth, I think in the league and they're just really scrappy yes. and 
Rachel Daly, who's their like scorer, she is like very, she gets very angry, mm-hmm. which I, it scares me. Um, <laughs> like if I were out there, I'd be like, Ugh! but um, she's very passionate, very scary. Um, <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> I, hope I, she listens. I love a good underdog. So they've been super, super fun to watch. They had my favorite goal of the whole tournament, which we can talk about later, but let's talk about it now. Why? why, Let's talk about it now. Which one? All right. I believe it was versus the Utah Royals. It was Shea Groom. I love, she's good. She's great. She's She's a good little player. Her name was was Groot for a second. Shea Groot. I mean, you didn't really, you just spelled it that way. And so now I assume that (laughs) I am Groot. I am Groot. But I think it was like a, a cross from Rachel Daly and Shea Groom just like soared through the air like she was flying. Mm-hmm. And what she is she, five foot it. one? I mean, I don't know, but she just like headed it to the back of the net and it was yeah. like, it was like she jumped up and like she paused midair and then she just like, boop, it's like the jump. The it was like the jump shot of, of yes. goals. It was so beautiful. Yeah. She wears a pink scrunchie, as do many of them. Is that, what's going on? Women? You know, I would like to talk to them about that because my experience with the the scrunchies is very negative in terms of like- Slides out your hair. And yeah. I think what they're doing, I think what they're doing is putting a real one underneath Mm -hmm. and then there's no way it holds anyone's hair that tight because it's not like their hair is like coming loose. Right. It's yeah. That must staying be real tight. I've also noticed that nobody's hair comes loose, and I my hair is like made of cobwebs. Nothing stays <laughs> in it. It's so slippery, and like also if I were to put it up in like a bun, it's the size of like a hostess donut. Like it's too small for a scrunchie. <laughs> so there's like like I don't understand how they keep all their hair so secure. Like, I would need, like, a staple gun and four different types of glue to <laughs> keep it from moving. Yeah. So, I'm very impressed by that. You know, I feel like they have, like, a special athlete trick because I was, like, listen. I was, like, this is embarrassing, but I was watching, like, a YouTube video of Allie Krieger talking about her, bu- her bun, you know, her, like, super tight, mm-hmm. like, top of her head bun, mm-hmm. and she, like, uses, like, three different, um ponytails to like keep it and then she sprays this thing to keep the hair from like moving and Mm -hmm. so I think they just have tricks that we don't know my go-to was always yeah my go-to was always high pony and then this isn't what I do now but this is when I when I um played then I would just bunch it up you know how you bunch up a shirt when you're about to tie-dye it so I'd bunch yes. it, I would bunch it up, and then um, I would need a little bit of a looser um, tie for the second one, and then you just tie it, and then it ends up being sort of uh, looks like a like a little bit of a messy bun, but it just keeps it all in one place. Now I go full ballet bun because it's I have too much hair. Yeah, you've got um, a lot of hair. A lot of hair. Honestly, or I feel a braid like we could talk too. about only the their hair because Same. they some of them have signature hair like Becky Sauerbrunn. She's got oh, that fishtail Which braid. is always what I would do as well. The long braid. Mm-hmm. No, they came to play if they've got the long sour Oh, yeah. Braid. Like, she could whip you, whip her head around and smack yes. someone in the face. Is that, yes. Could that be called a foul, Julia? Um, no, but uh, if you do pull someone's hair, that is a foul. Okay, but if you okay, smack so someone with your hair. As long as you don't so touch funny. someone else's. <laughs> yes. 
Well, that is funny though, because if you did use it, I mean, think about how fast the game moves. Like I'm thinking about your question literally, even though I know you asked it as a joke. I was kind of serious, borderline. <laughs> think about how like much technique you would need to like pull that off in the time like of how fast the game moves, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone just like Tasmanian devils down the yeah. field whipping everyone with their hair. When I was a youngster, I used to ref, and young, by youngster, I mean I was, like, old enough to drive, at least. <laughs> I had to get to games. But youngster in my own mind, I'm 84 right now. Um, but I would say, play on. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I were to call that, play. You're down for everyone to play dirty. Yeah. Yeah. A few hours. I, uh, speaking of playing dirty, like, Houston is a scrappy team and one thing that like i've noticed is like whoever they play seems to like follow them uh kind of a lot and i was wondering is that a result of them being so bitch <laughs> are they uh are they fishing for some arm grabs is what what you may be wondering and the answer is i don't know i don't know anything i just remember so here's like kind of why i'm like Houston, we have a yes. problem. I want to hear this. No. Um, <laughs> last season, I feel like it was like one of the last games of like the regular season. Houston played North Carolina, and who was the number one seed? And um, correct, out now. But keep going. And on Houston is Chris, Christy Mewis, and yes. on uh, yes. North Carolina is Sam Mewis. They're sisters, obviously, um, and. Christy Mewis was called for a penalty in the box and it gave North Carolina a PK like in like the 88th minute or something. And it was tied zero to zero and Houston had been like working so hard to get like a draw between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And it was not a foul, but the ref like called it a foul. And then her sister took the PK and <sighs> scored and then Carolina won. So I just, part of me is like, I think it would be really poetic if the dash like, like came out on top and revenge for Carolina was knocked out in the first round, you know, 100%. It seemed like Chrissy Mewis at the end of that game was pretty freaking psyched. And oh, yeah. Sam, Sam was at the game. She was watching from the stands, which oh, she is was. Yes. Yes. Which was important because we were wondering, do they all, once they get knocked out, do they leave the bubble, the coronavirus bubble um, I should I call it the quarantine. It's like they go home. Yeah, but Sam was there. She's huh. got a, a special pass, I guess, and I to, bet to yeah. watch her sis. When you play on the U.S. national team, you can do whatever you, you want. Do whatever you want. Yeah, but so. but but Christy is old, the older, right? Yes. Yeah. I have. Do you no think idea. she's mad about, about what that that Sam that Sam is on the national team and she's not? I feel like they both were at one point, weren't they? I oh, really? Mean, I feel like I, yeah. yeah. But I, there we I, go I, again. again. I know fucking yeah. nothing, Jon Snow. I, you just need to, like, do a little bit of 3 a.m. Googling. That's usually how I learn. <laughs> oh, actually, facts. I am very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were both, yeah. Christy hasn't been called up for a while, but I, I've seen her, like, talk in interviews and just say how that she's, like, proud of her sister. I mean, what else are you supposed to say? But also that she knows she's that. Pissed. She's pissed. Um, but she, I think she knows that she, she wants to still be a part of the national team. So she's like, 
I realized that I have to work harder to be better. And mm -hmm. so I think she's kind of wants to get back in the mix. So I am rooting for her. I am rooting for I everyone. Can the national team just be the whole league? Is that fine? Yeah, I, I think it is to, fine. Why I just not? want everyone to win. <laughs> <laughs> but Christy Mewis, her hair is reminiscent of what mine used to be. Very okay. high bun. You know what yeah, I mean? I messy. Take, no. Were you a mean girl in soccer, Julia? Okay, this is a good question. I was a little bit. Um, I, <laughs> I was very loud on the field, very commanding, um, and, uh, liked to talk. Um, and, uh, most of it was like positive, but just a lot of like, I, I also was the captain on, um, my you, girl. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, so, but the, okay. The point of this is to say that I also had like a big old temper. So the littlest nice. bit of injustice in the way of like fouling or anything like that, I, um, if it didn't get called, I would retaliate in big oh. time. So I, I got a lot of uh, fouls called on me and uh, yellow cards this way of like, if, if someone, you know, bumped me or, or um, anyone on my team or whatever, and it, and it went uncalled, I mean, all bets were off and it, it took a little bit of, um, anger management on my part to like, <laughs> uh, that is awesome. That down. And I, I am so happy to learn this about you. From you. <laughs> if someone it, goes after someone that you're on yeah. your team that you care about, you're like, Oh, hell no. I told Mary, I was about to say Mary Bridget. Uh, shout out to Mary Bridget though. We love, we do love. Shout out. Um, also, real quick, Katie, careful of the uh, mic. Uh, Sorry, rubbing. No, no worries. Um, also, I like your Hades Town shirt. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I got too hot. Sorry, guys. I did. Oh my god, I'm sweating my balls off. I'm fine because I'm in a basement. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I am right by the air conditioner, but I can't have it on because it's loud as fuck. Oh. Um. But people would always be surprised because I was, I'm a nice person, technically, and um, pretty even keeled uh, uh, off the field, but I think it kind of all would like, come out um, and still It's your place to vent. <laughs> you belong. You are, you are uh, part of the Houston Dash at heart, it sounds like. Yeah, maybe but like that's also, I'm so them. afraid that somehow they're gonna stumble upon this someday, and then they're all gonna come after me. No, we should say that they, <laughs> they really don't girls. care about us. Full, yeah. <laughs> I know, but still, what if they hear it? I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, and we will be tagging all of them in the description. Seriously, yeah. though, uh, it, it's worth saying that we do love them. <laughs> I think if you're blonde, you look you look like Regina George, though. That's you know true. what I mean? And they Especially have a lot if of you're blondies. Like, if you're like blonde during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> if you're blonde during quarantine, sorry, but you are Regina George. <laughs> Just go full Regina. But it is like they do have everyone's grabbier. They do, yeah. They do, yeah. It's true. Um, and Oh, wait. I, I will just say, though, like, I think that there is something to be admired about every team. Same. Not just the yes. ones that participated in the tournament. Gotta shout out Orlando, who did not participate I because of Corona. Yeah, yeah Julia didn't know why? it for a while. <laughs> it was a surprise to you. Remember, you were like, wait, where is Orlando? 
Yeah, well, and first of all, it's also worth mentioning that I wasn't watching these games. I probably missed two, and Mary Beth was like, hey, you play soccer. Are you watching the Challenge Cup games? And I'm like, stupidly, no, I'm fucking available. <laughs> <laughs> I took the mail. They're, they're on CBS, and luckily we have CBS All Access because we watch Survivor. <laughs> so it was um, all... So, I, I mean, thank you to the both of you for making me remember my, my roots. Yeah, we just want to bring you down to earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want you to get in touch with the people again, you know? Exactly. Um, but, Katie, you were just, what were you just saying? They all have... Um, oh, just, like, that they're all really fun to watch and that they all... Orlando! ...have something... Oh, yeah, I was saying, and Orlando. I was so sad not to see them because... They have one of my favorite players of all time. Krieger, Which one? Ashlyn Harris. Sydney LaRue. And Cindy LaRue. Oh, oh I just said Cindy. But, but, <laughs> no, no. She's, oh, you're, she's coming Steph. for you now, too. I hope she does. I love her so much. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's legit one of the funniest people on Instagram. <laughs> I follow her. She seems cool. I follow them all. They all seem funny. Yeah, yeah she's always one of my favorites. Every and soccer she, player I follow. You just <laughs> true, saw in the entire world and daughter. Um, yeah, but Sydney LaRue and Megan Rapino. No. Or she, no. She's not on. Alex she? Morgan. Alex Morgan. Oh, okay. Where's Megan yeah. Rapinoe? She's in Seattle. Seattle. She's not playing uh, in this since tournament. Since when? <laughs> <laughs> since I started doing soccer Googling. <laughs> okay, That's incredible. A very, <laughs> the very latest. Incredible. Um, uh, uh, yeah. How we... Uh, I feel like there's something I was gonna say. Oh wait, well, well we. I mean, so but say why is Orlando not playing? Orlando, they a couple days before the tournament, they had like like five players and two staff members test positive for corona, so they had to pull out of the tournament because allegedly. But also, I feel like uh. Well, I feel like some of them also were false positives. Yeah, so some later so tested who negative. Knows how many, who knows how many people, like, actually had it. But Yeah, but the they traced it is, back to the fact that some of the, like, rookie players went out to, like, a bar several times. <laughs> this pleases me to no end. Imagine Ellie Krieger just being like, you fucking idiots. I would be more scared of Ashlyn. Just oh, like, me too, me too, me too. Can you imagine? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like, if I if I – were a soccer player on that team i'd be pissed first of all because i'm of the age that like i'd be running out of seasons to play like i i'm getting older but also that i didn't get invited to the bar so like i get straight over and i didn't even like get to have fun <laughs> and get the rona straight up oh yeah gosh i'd be so frustrated apparently there well there's like a couple moms on the team there's like some a player who like just like in the last year, like, was going through cancer treatments and stuff. Like, yeah. Dude, a lot of poor decision-making. <laughs> Do um, some COVID shaming here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> Don't go to bars. I mean, if there's one thing we can say is uh, we support Ted Rojo. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though. Wait, isn't oh, there no. another team that's not playing? No, oh, I don't think so. There's some that? teams that don't exist yet. 
Oh yeah, we'll get into that. But it is worth mentioning, like, it's pretty cool how they're like taking care of this tournament, like all the players being living in their own little, um, they call it the bubble. And I want, what, what, I can only assume they're like hotel-ish type place. Yeah. Can we confirm? It yeah. looks like, um, based, based on what I've seen Twitter. pictures of social media, it looks like um, a hotel or like some sort of like like senior living community where there's like <laughs> common spaces. Like that's what it looks like. I don't yeah. know about what Florida homes look like. I know that they're not for sure. all, they're not, well, they're not, they're in Utah. Um, oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not all in the same hotel or, yeah, because I remember reading that mm-hmm. like, one of the like sky blue i think it was the general manager for sky blue said something about they were sharing they were within the bubble like with the houston dash at a hotel so they're all kind of spread out so that okay there's, like, which insinuates that they're not one, with they don't others. all get it right exactly or that like certain teams are together in the same space but not all okay 18 interesting what if yeah. what if uh so think about your life. So we'll go based on the Detroit improv community because okay. we all know those people. Yep. So think about if you were quarantined in like small pods of people with like another pod of people and you hated that other pod of people and had to live with them for like a month. <laughs> do you think horrible. that this is happening to these, these soccer players or do you think they're all buds? I think there's probably people that don't like each other, but I think a lot of them, you know, have like come into national team camps or like, um, have like a lot of them have like come into national team camps together, played on the national team together, um, like have been traded around like from different teams. So I think a lot of them know each other. Um, so I don't think it's like any of the like, shit, I have to, be around so Jennifer. Or like <laughs> I hate Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I love Jennifer Garner. Me but. too, and I would love to be. Um, oh, don't you dare. If um, you had one team, who would you want to be quarantined in the same hotel with? I don't based know. I don't know the way they play. These people. Based on the way they play. Oh, based on the way they play. Yeah. Tough question. You For know, me, I, I have liked Utah the most. Thus that has far. been your favorite team. That has been my favorite team. I've not picked a favorite because I'm too new. I did try to like Chicago, if you recall, but I have like a subconscious regional bias that does not allow me to. Um, regional bias for Chicago. Mean, I have the opposite bias. bias. Yeah. Like a, I'm like, so pro. no, I mean, like I wanted, I really wanted to like love the Midwest team, but I feel like being a Detroit sports fan you always hate the Chicago team and so like I have trouble rooting for a Chicago team I see what you're saying and also I went to school in Iowa and all of the people that went to school with me were from Chicago and like love Chicago sports which made my (laughs) hatred for Chicago sports grow (laughs) Uh, that totally makes sense because it was thrown at me often but it is I did I am finding myself rooting for the red stars or as i like to call them the chicago myers um, <laughs> honestly as soon as i saw meyer on those jerseys i was like that's it. Team i now. love meyer so i need I was like, it i need to look like i ran a meyer 5k 
Yeah. Being in New York. Eagles Midwest. Yes. Being in New York, Meyer is something I miss so much. It's a good place. (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, It's closing at midnight right now because of the pandemic. I I had like 30 minutes to get some eggs the other day. It was very stressful, but I made it. Are you? The fact that you're going to a Meyer at 1130 p.m. Which makes sense to me, but it's also, but it's also such a Doug thing as well. Like his prime time for grocery shopping is like, he's a ship shopper. True. True. But you're right. He does do all his shopping in the middle of the night. But But anyway, Chicago Meyer, we have, um, who's CVS? Um, the Washington Washington CVS pharmacies, CVS spirit, um, (laughs) the New Jersey Meridian health. (laughs) Um, we got, uh, uh, North Carolina. Who are they? I'm not sure. That's Seattle. What are we supposed to call them? What does OL stand for? I think it's a French thing. Oh. The France, the last at the, the end of France like Eagles. last season, Olympic Lyon in France. It's a soccer. They per, they purchased a majority ownership of Seattle Rain, and it became OL Rain. And then they changed the the logo from the coolest logo ever to the dumbest lion. Oh Damn. no! Go look up Fuck the old logo. It's so right? cool. Fuck lions! I just can't. I feel like every I feel like everyone's logo is a lion though. Am I wrong about that? <laughs> Why do I think that most except for the Chicago Myers? Chicago Myers, the Houston no cancers. They had no cancer except <laughs> the cancer. Which is yeah, a, a valid thing. I feel like yeah. let's not make fun of them for wanting to no. cross out cancer. No, we I mean <laughs> none of us it. support cancer here. We do support Ted Rowe. Except for maybe yeah. <laughs> Ted, Ted Yoko oh no I don't know what his Truly. name is wait okay so the Reigns old logo was like a Starbucks queen yeah but it was like yeah that's actually really accurate okay. now I feel less bad about it leaving a Starbucks queen <laughs> is it, no it's is a little it bit Starbucks like Galadriel it's like a little bit like Lord of the Rings or like Game of Thrones energy yeah that's like yeah um well, cool. If you're listening to this, uh, you can um, absolutely Google what I Googled, which was O.L. Rain old logo. And um, <laughs> it's the second one in. Anyway, um, so no, the no, the no, the no cancers. The no cancers. The poor um, little guy can't remember. Some thorns. We look, I we do look like that up. with like the thorns as like kind of grayed out on their jerseys. Oh, so cool. They have yeah. a couple. Both of their jerseys are really cool. Oh, you know my favorite jersey or soccer outfit, as I like to to call it, or kit. Is, um, as other people uh, call it, sour the, patch. <laughs> you do like the sour patch. I like the Utah jersey that looks like the last day of school, and all the kids sign their names on it from yes. afar. The white ones, but it's really like subtle crowns all over it. But it just looks like they're all autographed. I like I the sun them. one. That's cool. Wait, what's the sun one? Uh, it's Utah's like blue one with like i do like that one too i didn't real. i for some oh, yeah, reason yeah, i'm yeah. not realizing it has a sun on it but it has mountains okay. on. I or maybe you. it's not a sun. maybe it's a maybe mountain it, no, it's, it's like mountains sunset, and i it? think it says like it sol- could be both oh that might solar. be their sponsor Soleil. yeah so i don't know how is there okay. i mean either and don't so i'm like, getting the sun. me on that but that is i i do like that jersey as well and that um yeah it is 
you know I, I i really do love the sky blue black jersey with like the lightning bolt and they're like light blue socks who i am into In fact, they're sky blue socks sky blue hey sky blue? yeah um well that's why it's confusing when they were playing red the red stars because they both have the light blue um mm-hmm. yeah stuff going on but i am a proud supporter of mary beth you were about to say something oh no go ahead it wasn't important. <laughs> I, I've been rooting for Sky Blue in this because of they are close to New York City. And yep. Katie and I um, went to a game and I did get a, a shirt there. So kind of like how um, when you spend money on something, it psychologically like reinforces your support of that thing. Um, <laughs> so that's sort of where I am. But I, I also I do really there. like the way they play. And you know what I love about Sky Blue too is that they have the only female coach. Yep. And they have like uh like staff of like just full of women yeah yeah their general manager is a woman freya right no that's their coach freya Kuhn. yeah yeah, uh, yeah. elise lahue i think her name is their general oh the manager. gm okay. yeah yeah um i would like to say that i have come around on chicago i don't know that okay. i don't have a favorite team I don't need all of Chicago to come for me when we inevitably are very famous with our podcast. All your college friends. Uh, All my college friends would be like, this seems right. She would feel this way. Um, (laughs) But I, I do, I do like them now. They're, they're lessening my regional bias um, in a way I did not think could happen, but I think I just have like, like five favorite teams and haven't, chosen i've just I, totally I just want totally everybody fine. to win i just want i just want to have fun that is not the way it works happy to tell you <laughs> you have to be ruthless in sports and take it from me take this is why me. i didn't make it past eighth grade softball you know what's crazy though when i was refing, i had to like and it was like a team teams like rec teams that i didn't like know or, or didn't have like any sort of like emotional affiliation with i would like choose a team that I was like rooting for. I mean, you're supposed to have zero bias when you're repping, but I would do this because sometimes like when you have a team that you're rooting for, the calls become more obvious because you're emotional, like (laughs) not like, Oh, I'm going to call all of these for uh, uh, the red team, but knowing that the red team, okay. I like if my team is going, that way those those like immediate like calls or whatever become a little bit more obvious even as like a sideline rep when like I I, maybe I'm just fucking dumb but like there would be times as a sideline ref where I would like know who hit the ball out but would forget which way they were going oh that makes so much sense that that, (laughs) in that moment yeah So I'd be like, okay, I'm rooting for the red team immediately. You know, like when you're playing, your, so when your you hand automatically goes more up. obvious. You mean not like to the people that are watching that you're like, you're favoring that team, but just the calls, like when a tackle happens, it becomes more obvious if it's a foul or not. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In which, which way my hand automatically goes up. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like so um, you had some bias <laughs> in your when in your and your that's why I don't ref anymore. And uh, they said no more. You cannot no more. That's they what happens no when more. you're a when you're a youngster and you you ref. 
and they let you they let you ref a game. Um, okay, uh, so part of the Challenge Cup has been um, sitting through commercials. Hmm. They've been a uh, just like five <laughs> commercials this whole time. Just the same secret commercial, the same and Budweiser. These Matthew, have been. <laughs> so bring it back. Five dollar foot long. These commercials have been going through my head for weeks now. The same commercials, just over and over. Return um, yeah. of the Mac. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Return Which I used to love. I don't even know what that's a commercial for. I just have heard the song so Google much. or some shit? It's for Google, oh, but I don't Google. get it. Why? Why? So is it saying that you search Mac and then here are all the things that come up for Mac? I don't get it. Here's what happened. They decided they wanted to use Return of the Mac in their commercial and they right. based their commercial around that concept i hate that so it. much that's, that's exactly sense. how i write every sketch show that i ever <laughs> <write>. <laughs> mm, i definitely want this to be about pretzels um what can i say what can i say what can we I say? did write an entire show around doing a dance in diapers to i'm your baby tonight and it that happened and we wrote it and people paid money to see it <laughs> and i would yeah. pay again and that's comedy and that's Take your pants women. off and do a dance to Whitney Houston on a small stage where everyone's <laughs> eye level with your thighs. <laughs> that was courageous, and I loved every moment of it. It was yeah. fine. But yeah, the commercials are a lot. Um, that's why Mute was invented, I think. I've been I've listening to them on all. full blast. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. did discuss them a lot. Yeah. I'm ready to ask my doctor if Trulicity is right for me, and I do not have diabetes. <laughs> But it's convincing. I did buy some secrets. So, <laughs> Ooh, that speaking song of has been... oh, go you go you finish your commercial thought, and then we need to move on to these uh, secret watch parties. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, I can't wait. All I was gonna say is that song has been in my head, and I want that to be the theme song for this podcast. I might just do it until anyone like takes it down. <laughs> <laughs> and I truly have no idea what they're saying. I just always say no sweat, even though there's like way it's something different every time <laughs> just shout no sweat <laughs> i like that i, I like that about you julia thank you so much. okay let's get into these watch parties though because first yeah. of all how do you what i wasn't notified i don't know how you get into the watch party but it's a very exclusive event that only l and e can attend <laughs> <laughs> the people who turn their videos off these watch parties are the uh, who, whomever is in charge of them for each respective team um you know probably their marketing staff or whatever i'm sure it's their supporter yeah. each team has a supporters group so i'm sure it's like oh. people in the supporters like they're, group they're, i need to get on their boosters if you will yeah yeah i want to be i if i were to go back in time which i can can't. you have the technology <laughs> i believe um anything's possible it's 2020 um, I would be, I would go onto the support, to go onto the Facebook groups of all of each team and get on the watch party for every single one <laughs> and then so, try and be in it. <laughs> I feel like for, for people that have no idea what we're talking about, the secret watch party. So at these games, because it is the pandemic, there's no crowd. So like their way of making up for the crowd is to have like show every once in a while these these secret watch parties and they're not secret and like nobody knows about them they're secret in that they're sponsored by secret the deodorant no my dad says every time 
I don't get why they're such a secret. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Uh, but yeah, so it's just like a Zoom chat of like 20 people. But the reason I'm so obsessed with them is because you can tell everybody's like connections and streaming are different because it's always like one person cheering at different times. And then like the second they show up on TV, like four people leave. So it's just the little <laughs> letter of their name. And so they're showing us like all these excited fans, but it's just a black screen with a little letter. <laughs> it's I really, so I, funny. It brings me joy. And we learned that it's up on the scoreboard in the stadium. So like the players oh can God. see that. And it's so funny to me. I also read like someone on Twitter said like, why is the same guy showing up in every secret watch party? Apparently it's like, a Google employee, like Google Hangout employee, just like monitoring, like the. He's got to make oh sure God. nobody's like doing anything nuts. See, yeah. that's the job I want. I'm coming for you, whomever you are. How do I get into every secret watch party? The job that I want is to be the person that is in charge of the fake crowd noise. Oh yeah. Speaking oh of it being, there's no crowd. CBS has done us the honor of playing, like cheering sound effects <laughs> and it sounds really real it does it took me like a good maybe half Maybe's a game to be here. like wait <laughs> i hear this noise and i'm realizing i don't see any people but sometimes <laughs> like it's you can tell someone else is in charge of it because the crowd is like more into the game than usual so <laughs> <laughs> they've just like turned it up louder one time i thought that the game was getting more exciting but i turned up my volume <laughs> it was just me in charge of the crowd noise Honestly, but they do like adjust it based on like yeah, when someone scores, they have the like a different third. crowd yep. to play. It's very exciting to me. I wish that they would just get rid of it. I would like to hear the players, <laughs> honestly, like on the sidelines yelling or like, I want to hear Julie Ertz bossing people around on the pitch. Like, I want to hear that stuff. You want, you want their, uh, you want, you want to hear if there's any catty attitudes. I want to hear the F-bomb being dropped. Let me, give me a game that's like as dramatic as an episode of Degrassi, but then like at the end, they still are all friends. That's what I want all and every, every day of my life. A written, a written, um, soccer game. (laughs) Oh man. I would, I would love it. It is funny. Well, there was at least one game where you can tell there's a mic by, uh, one of the um end lines because you could hear i don't know it was mm-hmm. a few games ago i can't remember someone was, i can't remember but... who it was but someone was yelling yeah sometimes you can hear the goalies like be like no move over there like i've heard yeah <laughs> like when they're like doing a set piece or something <laughs> or something <laughs> no. we're new yeah. podcasts and learning about our microphones <laughs> watch your back watch your back yeah no go get her cover her. Her. <laughs> yeah um, this I do. Um, I do enjoy. I do. I. I agree with you, Katie. I. What if like the first half they gave us the funny crowd noise, and then the second half they let yes, us hear what they we're were saying. Picking up where like it's com- The game is coming to an end. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll write that. I'll uh, put that in the suggestion box for cool. next next cool, pandemic cool. Um, tournament. You know sometimes it's going to happen again. Sometimes <laughs> for yeah, yeah <laughs> at this right. Um. Oh, well, I will say, though, that, like, this tournament has been so, I, I don't know if calming is the right word, but has, has I'm going to look back on it. Once it ends on Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm going to be so sad. There's yeah, going to be a same. void. I, there's something about it that has felt like home. 
it has yeah it's honestly it's given me something to look forward to and mm -hmm. it's helped me like track time the passage of time yeah um yeah. and it does like it does yeah it's like oh it's wednesday like it's yeah. time to watch a game it gives you like a reason but it has been yeah i think it's a, it, it has been like it's given us a routine and it's given us something to look forward to and it's like good to watch and it's like talented people it's like re it's a real sport um <laughs> that we can watch and we can be excited about and i think that it's been very cool i also think they've done a great job no one seems to have gotten covid so they took yeah. care of the players it seems totally. um and i, I, I also that love that they worked with the players association to ensure that if people didn't feel comfortable participating they'd still be paid their salary yeah fuck yeah because yeah. that's uh, not true however of, low it is but yeah yes. right because that's not true of the wnba yeah like which sucks which sucks yeah so. and what i mean and and we'll get to that because you know it's a whole other other issue but it's just been so cool to watch this too because it's got an added layer of just like emotion and gravity with it being you know during um the black lives matter movement and the um pandemic in general where i mean obviously our 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 country is going through like a, a reckoning and it's just been very cool to like see these players just like one um play through this and just like be there during this time and uh yeah you know, that makes statements yeah crazy that like they deserve i mean i can't imagine doing that like there's and just with with very little preparation and for... like being willing to like up and leave their loved ones to go to another state during all of this mm -hmm. which like without knowing for sure that it's going to be like they they say it's going to be safe but you can't know for sure until you're part of it and then to be able to play at that level through it all i yeah. think totally. it's pretty great you know because when the pandemic started it's not like they're able to go like practice every day they're they're of course keeping shape on their own they're all professional athletes are able to do that but like there's nothing that um is a substitute for uh actually playing the game at the highest level and so now you know they they trained for a couple weeks but uh, they miss months of training and now they're going to play like a game every three days or so yeah and you see like there's a lot of injuries and a lot of like um, and they're playing you know, on turf for most of it which is oh bullshit God, by yeah. the way yeah which is part of like pretty their... gnarly wounds yeah yeah i know yeah that Google mitch purse want... tweeted a picture of like half the sky blue team showing off their like turf burns yes i saw that google it if you haven't seen it yet there there's there's a whole thing with like equity uh in in women's soccer with like playing on turf as like a as like a high school player is great because you know high school field high school grass fields are rarely kept up and it's like a treat to play on on turf that you know you're not playing on muddy ass fields once you reach a certain level turf is absolutely like not a good um uh material what am i looking for material no your material yeah <laughs> material that seems right seems right uh, to, to play on turf... it's uh, th there's a higher percentage of injuries on turf it's um you know you they they deserve to have well-maintained grass fields and uh part of the point is like the men would never 
professional men like would never have to like play on on turf and it's like pretty bullshit yeah yep I'll just take so take I a mean minute, yeah let's take a minute to let that sink in <laughs> moment of silence yeah <laughs> for the for the turf <laughs> yeah I mean so so not only are these these women like putting their bodies on the line like for us I I don't know I feel like really grateful to them that they gave me an NWSL season you know yes. like yeah that they were willing awesome. to yeah put yeah put their health on the line yeah because it is them take they're taking risks to you know for our entertainment really yeah yeah totally and that's kind of why I've loved to see that they've how a lot of these players have been using their platform to like do amazing things um just a lot of like cool stuff uh Sarah Gordon with the Chicago Red Stars she like organized this like pass it on campaign where they raised like over like fifteen thousand dollars yeah and remind me what that was for again I saw that so she like encouraged like other teammates to like pledge certain amount of money like for certain things and like some of the players were like I'll give a hundred dollars every time my coach yells at me during the game or <laughs> stuff like silly stuff or like, like that. every time I sprint all the way down the field like yeah that, that kind of thing yeah or like every time I get every yelled goal, at by the ref yeah. <laughs> every yeah. yellow card I'll yeah um so just like creative ways to like do that you know do that and then I I, I remember reading when the um when the like tournament was like announced or like when it was getting started a lot of the um players group or supporters groups kind of banded together and donated a lot of money to like an indigenous groups in utah in like recognition oh, cool. of the fact that they're playing on indigenous land and like out of respect for that so that was really cool just like I mean, I'm sure there are, like, many other examples. Totally. But. And they all, they all, um, you know, not that this is, like, again, the only thing, but they're, 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 they all wear, like, um, Black Lives Matter armbands. They're, like, most of them are kneeling for the anthem. And just, like, uh, there's so much um, solidarity in, in uh, women's sports that, like, you know, a, as, a, as a female athlete, there's an inherent, like, um, adversity that uh you have to face so uh, it makes sense that a lot of them are are aware of and care so much about human rights issues um like yeah. the black lives matter campaign and of course like teammates um you know they're 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 there for each other and it's fucking cool to see uh yeah and i think yeah. being like a professional woman like professional female athlete woman athlete I don't know um there's something inherently political about yes. that so I mean how, how like if you look at some of these athletes like their twitter mention it's just like men like telling them that they're nothing and like oh or I like high that. school boys being like I'm better than you yeah <laughs> that kind of like no oh, you're yeah. not like these ladies are like elite athletes they are yeah. way better than you you could not keep up with them yeah. and I would just like to say that I know that I am a sack of trash I could never do, <laughs> I could never do anything no. we do talk about doing. this a lot yeah like not a chance I would run 10 yards and be dead on the ground I can't <laughs> run a mile no, no yeah. I can't do that I do not want to 
<laughs> not only can I not, but I'm not interested in doing it. <laughs> I'll watch someone else do it, but Julia, you, this I is just a conversation for us right now. You've ran. No, I'm my husband. I'm definitely Julia, a just, I do do love <laughs> to watch Julia run on her Instagram stories, but oh, I would never do it with her. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm happy to support her. I'm happy to go cheer her on, but I will not be running next to her. <laughs> I will not be stepping. The dew point is high, Julia. I'm not going outside. Look, yeah, <laughs> if, it, if it's above 50 percent is dew points in 50 (laughs) percent no it's it's degrees i've learned i've i've learned a lot about dew points and if it's above 70 degrees it's oppressive i do not know what you are talking about yeah that's been another outcome of this is mary beth has taught me a lot well she's learned a lot and then learned a lot about weather during the challenge cup and taught julia about why we sweat just by sitting here (laughs) yeah i'm like look at all these ladies running around and i'm like sitting outside watching a movie and i'm so sweaty (laughs) so i started learning about the weather (laughs) yeah all because of the challenge cup and i've learned that it's the dew point and not the relative humidity that makes the air feel so moist and disgusting oh so look into it it's pretty fascinating (laughs) okay yeah it was it was it was crazy to to learn this stuff but I will say, like, this reminds me of, I, this is a, a little bit of a left turn, right turn, U-turn. Everything um, has been a turn during this. Okay. We've not <laughs> talked about the sport yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we've gotten there. Um, you said soccer at least three times so far. So <laughs> it's like the, the Bechtel test. Like, how many times have you talked about the sport? We have failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um... Uh, the one of the things that kind of started, I know Mary Beth was talking, uh, uh, brought this to my attention, but it sort of started like the spark of you watching um, the Challenge Cup was the um, Players Tribune, um, like I almost want to call it a web series called The T. And yes. it was I Katie. Have you seen too. this? Yes, I, I've told everybody oh to God. watch it. I, I like that's why it. I wanted to support women's sports. Is we were texting about this. it like yeah. months and months ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody, go watch it. It's on Facebook. Um, it's like it's the also Players on YouTube, Tribune, isn't it? The T. I don't know. I watched okay, it on not, Facebook. Sorry. But yeah, Julia, tell us about your experience watching that because I know I was pissed off. Yeah, it's really frustrating. I mean, to give a little bit of an overview, it was uh, five um, female professional athletes. Um, uh, Krieger and um, Ashlyn Harris were represented the uh, uh, women's soccer. Um, oh, I don't know. Don Harper. Don Harper. Yeah. Don Harper and then Brianna, Brianna Stewart. Um, yeah. A couple WNBA players, track. Uh, one tr- one track what is track track, track runner track <laughs> yeah, yeah. track human and uh, some soccer players and so they're sitting around and having conversations about like um, uh, what they go through as female professional athletes and they talk about pay they talk about um, body image they talk about um, motherhood and pregnancy um, and traveling uh, just traveling yeah and um, it's a really cool thing because how often do uh, you get to like have these cross sport conversations and they get to like compare, you know, the, the shit they go through in terms of like um, um, 
navigating the pay equity, uh, like a uh, lawsuit almost. What what do we call that? The pay like they're the the, the, the demand for equal about, pay. Yeah, a disaster yeah. is what I call <laughs> it. Like, why are they even having to do this? They're like the best athletes in our country, and that's they get paid nothing and yeah, get treated terribly it seems so I don't know if that like this is just my perception of it but yeah I mean it's it's, on board give them what they deserve absolutely and and it and it it needs to be a conversation and it needs to be a a a conversation that we're all having and part of the reason why it's so important to watch these um games when they are televised because even in the first place it's it's so rare for these games to be televised unless it's the olympics or the world cup or whatever um so to have national women's soccer league games on like cable is uh or like major networks is really cool and we need to be like giving them numbers Mm -hmm. absolutely and buy their merch and go to games when we're allowed to go to games and like just support them i think which is also why it's so cool that um this new la team has has popped up yeah Um, angel city i think is exciting if i were the the louisville team i'd be pissed because i'd be so excited that like we're about to debut and now this team has come and just like we do not away, care about yeah. you anymore. <laughs> we, racing I am over FC. it. I like your mint and lavender <laughs> colors, but my only complaint this, is there was not enough exciting. mint. I do like the more mint. mint. I do like the mint. Add some more yeah. mint. Um, no, I think I think racing FC is fine. They had their they had their moment last year when they announced an expansion team yeah. in Louisville. So this is just LA's turn for a minute. Yeah, and and it's it's very it's a very cool concept that it's like mostly um, women owned um, mm-hmm. by by um, a bunch of different demographics of women yeah. and mm-hmm. actual athletes from the sport. Yeah, um, that's really. And it just cool. seems like a very supportive environment, and also they really want to get involved with the community, which I mm-hmm. think is cool yes. as well. So something yeah. that something that they said in that. Um, that the T that players tribune video series was, I I forget who said it, but it may have been like Ashlyn Harris said, like, we need like, we need like rich women to invest in women's sports. Like the men have all these like rich dudes investing in their sports, a billionaire propped up MLS for years so that it wouldn't like go under, like we need women with money to open their wallets and invest and help Mm -hmm. us expand and that will help in so many ways so to see like LA their ownership group the diversity the big names like Mm -hmm. the money that is surely gonna go behind it is like so cool yeah and one of the things no I just was gonna add I think it's like a model for other cities moving forward like if if you want to expand further like yeah you can have a lot of owners and totally and i like that it's going to be dispersed like having one person you know in charge i mean for for so many reasons i i you know like whatever but one of the things i i think is cool too is like they are putting their money where their mouth is and one of the things they're committed to is like the um 
paying paying the um, team like equitable rates compared to uh, the men and well, you know part of that is like it, it, that's all part of like the players union and and what they're going through in demanding as as players but uh, yeah exactly like you said Katie it's going to be a, a an example but some some of the names so it's like Serena and her husband and daughter and her child daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Truly obsessed I said with that this, but like DJ Khaled's kid can go take a nap we're ready for Olympia <laughs> yes <laughs> bring out Olympia what's her doll's name oh I have not googled that at 3 a.m I don't sorry know. she has that'll doll. be for tonight she likes obsessed with her doll and it has its own like t- Instagram oh my god I want her no. to own I want her doll team. to be an, an owner too so. <laughs> her doll might That's be so an cool. owner soon I love it yeah like, a bunch Natalie of the 99ers Portman, Longoria Jennifer mm-hmm. Garner Uzo Aduba Jessica Chastain Mia Hamm Julie Foudy Abby Wambach um, Abby Wambach Lennon Doyle like all these a ton of 99ers yeah like the only thing I feel I I, that's like a negative side to it is like I feel bad for all the other NWSL teams everyone's gonna be like "Mm, that's my team Angel City that's my team (laughs) I'm going to Angel City (laughs) yeah um but no I mean I'm 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 truly obsessed and this is like yeah it's like so damn cool and i i hope that it starts to pop up other places too like i hope other people take their lead yeah yeah um, do you know um, how many rich ass female actors there are that can band together and do this (laughs) do you know how i I immediately googled billionaires from michigan to see (laughs) get us a detroit team please yeah the walton family i mean i just went down a instagram wormhole of like billionaires and their fuckery but imagine <laughs> imagine all the people it can happen it can happen <laughs> if we believe i'm gonna hold i'm gonna hold out for a detroit team before i pick my favorite and then I think even if they're very bad they will still be my favorite based on the history of other detroit teams yeah and i mean I if them. we're allowed to root for, if, if if people are allowed to root for the lions i think we can root for a bad <laughs> <laughs> also, I think we need to make a space where women can be bad. Yeah, yes. you're right. You're like, right. It's totally fine for there to be a bad women's professional sports team. And then and I'd like somebody to, to let me into that space. Normalize, <laughs> normalize women being sacks of trash and then getting paid a shit ton of money for it. Not that any of these ladies are getting paid a shit ton of money at all. Oh no, no that's what we're advocating for. Yeah, <laughs> and we want them to be bad, and then we want we them want to make them money. to 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 get paid regardless of their skill level. Exactly, <laughs> just to prove a this point. This is my millennial dream. Yeah, <laughs> but it is like that white American theater letter though that was like, "Hey, um, thanks for funding and and uh." promoting and everything the Hamiltons and the Hades towns but what about the ones that didn't do well and then you cancel those immediately give us yeah. support all the way through we I mean like diverse art and sport needs to be um supported and and uh funded um equally yeah yeah I also think it's worth like noting too that just because it's like a like professional women's sport doesn't mean it's not with its own like diversity issues totally. uh, and challenges too totally. so yeah 
that's something yeah. to keep in mind. Well, I mean, soccer, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, soccer in itself is just like a very um, um, access-oriented and uh, privileged-based sport and uh, inherently very white. And there's an awesome podcast. Um, I mean, our direct competition, but Julie Foudy's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, but seriously, uh, she interviews um, uh, uh, who is it? Jessica McDonald and um, Crystal Dunn. Crystal. Yeah. And um, it's just like an awesome, candid conversation about their experiences mm-hmm. as, as um, Black female athletes and especially Black female soccer players and the racism that they've just endured for years and years and years. And, you know, especially in the wake of um, the Black Lives Matter movement since George Floyd's death, uh, they bring to light like a lot of really awesome points that like people are just blind to in, um, in uh, uh, sports for sure. Especially yeah. Even just in terms of like commentators, like the way they talk about black athletes is yes, like that's what they talked about. Racist. Yeah. Oh, I've like noticed it, especially about Crystal Dunn. They're always yeah. talking about her pace and her power. And it's like, mm-hmm. excuse me. What about her? This skill player can play technique? any position right. on the field yeah. and she is probably the best in the world. Yes. That's exactly like, what they were talking about. Like they 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 overlook like the creativity and the technical skill that these players might have by, you know, using these words that get just that, uh, you know, black people get described as in, um, you know, as threats in the normal world, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. strong and, uh, you know, aggressive. fast and aggressive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I heard, I was listening to an interview with Crystal and I can't remember where it was maybe like within the last year for sure. And she was saying just that, like, even on the club level, youth coaches, don't develop black players in the same way that they do white players because they just are like, Oh, you're like, you're really fast. That's all you Mm -hmm. can do. And it, it hinders their development. And that was like, just like something that I was like, never even thought of that. Like there's my privilege on display. Yep. Where you would spend time, you know, in like extra, you know, trainings or whatever with like athletes you think have like more potential, you automatically think that, like the raw talent is all raw athleticism is all like these, these players have, which is like, so um, counterproductive. And then, you know, it's just, it's just metaphoric for the entire world of like deciding what a person's place is and which is negative feedback loop of like not hearing or understanding what um, people are capable of. And when you don't, then you keep them in a certain place. So it's uh, just like a negative feedback loop of uh, oppression. Yeah, kind of trapping people in in a box of one area when they can't then show off like, oh, look how honestly like well-rounded I am in this sport, but all you can focus on is like I can run really fast from there yeah. to there. Yeah. If okay. you're only looking at my speed, you're not seeing me nutmeg people <laughs> <laughs> or how they read the game, like this, their skill in reading the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I think, um, I mean, we've, we've talked for a good amount of time. I think I could talk to you guys for forever, but um, we're going to have to do uh, another one after, um 
after the final on Sunday, which we'll talk about. And I'll have more nonsense to add to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On Sunday, we're going to be watching the uh, Challenge Cup final. It's at 1230, right? 1230 Eastern time. 1230 Mm -hmm. Eastern time. On, I think, CBS. CBS. Yeah. I think it's on real CBS. Yeah. Okay. I love to hear that one. Mm-hmm. So everyone should tune in. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but probably I'm hoping to Wait, get it Wait, probably. Tomorrow. Who's to say? Are you going to get it out before the before the final? Oh, I'm going to do ready? my best. Are you profesh? All Look, right. It's and then like Maggie will listen to it and she'll watch the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll be, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anything else that anyone wants to promote before Sunday? <laughs> Uh, but no, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it done. Friendship. And we'll do another episode if people are available um, on on Sunday to uh, talk about the final and what our thoughts were. I'm going to go ahead and tell you I'm available at any time. The pandemic is over, <laughs> okay, and then I'm still available. <laughs> wonderful. Um, and then uh, our, our intent is to um, talk about uh, women's sports as we move forward. We don't know. I mean, we don't know how often we're going to do this. We don't know if what our name is going to be. We don't know what we're going to watch, but it'll be a variety of sports. Yeah, exactly. And to say that we are coming for Kelly O'Hara's podcast, Julie Foudy's podcast, any podcast out there that talks about women's sports, we are literally coming for you and you better watch your back. And any sponsor that wants to sponsor us, I'm looking Mary at you, Trulicity. <laughs> We're looking at you, Trulicity. $5 footlongs. Secret? No Secret. sweat. No sweat. <laughs> um, Budweiser. Just to be clear, we are not some... sponsored by any of these. <laughs> no, Nobody no, no. knows who we are. <laughs> no. And look, we don't know who they are. Um, but no, we're excited. Just to close this out though, I think we have one final thing to do and that is, um, to go through, uh, who, who we think is going to win on Sunday and one other prediction you have for the game, um, that can be anything just in case. All right, guys, I'm going to go with the <laughs> Chicago Red Stars. <laughs> Katie's voice is going to be like eight different volumes throughout Sorry. this podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm taking it back. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with the Houston Dash because I think they are very young and scrappy and they really, really want this. They really want to win. They've got a lot to prove. So I'm rooting for them. I think they're really fun to watch. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to break a leg. <gasps> um, in, the, uh, like, in the, like, oh, metaphorical in the sense. sense. Yeah, okay. I'm nervous that, like, someone's going to – this is all your fault. Someone's going to have really good luck. <laughs> Someone, yeah, one of their shows is going to have a really – yeah, really great luck for in their show. They're going to absolutely kill it. <laughs> you want to go okay. next or me? Yeah. So um, I know I've talked a lot of shit about the city of Chicago, but <laughs> – First of all, my sincerest apologies. Chicago, I do visit you often, and I do love you. Um, and I am rooting for the Red Stars to win. Um, I think that that they will take this one. 
you know, my, my girl, Savannah McCaskill on that team, <gasps> fan of her. Um, I think she's good at soccer. I don't know what good at soccer means, but she looks like she's good at soccer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, yeah, I think the Red Stars are going to win. And if I see them grabbing any of um, Houston's arms, I'm going to go ahead and say it's not them doing it. <laughs> They're not the ones. Yeah, and then it's we're going to see uh, that the that the um, common denominator is Houston Dash. Yeah, it's if it happens three times, it's got to be, it's got to be the Dash. But also. I they I they I wish them nothing but the best. I just want everybody to win. Yeah, I just want to clarify. I'd be totally happy if Julie Ertz won. If the Chicago Red Stars won, just Julie Ertz. If Julie Ertz no wins else. this yeah. one, I love Julie. Um, she wins the Oscar. I was telling Julia that she seems just like so warm and welcoming, and like she would hang up my backpack after school and and bake me cookies. But also, I'm quite sure I'm like five years older than her. <laughs> And so, like, I should oh, be. Oh, she's doing younger that for than her. all of us. Yeah, she's yeah. quite younger than me. <laughs> but uh, she does she have seems, that sweet friend lovely. energy. Yeah. She uh, seems lovely. And I just want, like, what I wish for is, like, just everybody to come back and everybody gets to play and everybody gets to win. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Mary Beth can't stress enough how much she wants socialism in want, soccer. <laughs> I just want socialist sports. <laughs> and for everybody to be okay and get along. That's the area where I'm against socialism. <laughs> um, DSA for uh, NWSL. Democratic <laughs> Socialists? Yeah, yeah. America? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but you have to remember, though, that even, like, the lowest-ranked teams in this, in this uh, league have proven themselves to be pretty uh, fucking – amazing take portland thorns um beating uh the first seed uh north carolina courage in the knockout round not, they were all tied for the most part like they're all they all seem to be pretty equal <laughs> pretty See, equal footing that's, so it's and just that's, like exciting and that's, right this is what i want exactly that's what i'm saying i think you're like getting exactly what you want it, everyone I mean, gets to be tied in someone my someone has to win okay i mean what about I, you, Jules? I think that um, I'm going to go Chicago Red Stars on this one. I think Julie Ertz is going to come to play, as will um, Savannah McCaskill. And um, I think Groot is going to score. I hate to say it. <laughs> I hate to say it. Um, but I I just have a feeling that they're, they're going to they're gonna come to play. Not to mention, Alyssa Nair, I think, is going to have a heck of a game. But She's we good can't. And looks like the girl from Stick It. Yeah, truly, her hair is getting so long, and I identify with it that. It is getting so long. I like how we've all chosen our favorite look- players based on their hairstyles <laughs> and how we identify with it. <laughs> but honestly, I let's not count out, count out Jane Campbell. She just seems, you know, less experienced. She just makes me nervous and reminds me of Ryan Checkler. Yeah. If we okay, but here's my prediction though. If they go to PKs, which I think is possible, I would love to see Jane Campbell and Alyssa Nair go up against that. Would be very exciting. I'm honestly rooting for that. What I want to happen is for them to go into PKs, tie, 
and then go into sudden sudden death. death. We haven't seen it yet, and I would love to see it. So I, I I'm gonna root for a two-two tie into PKs where it remains a tie, and then sudden death, and um and uh, um and then yeah, both teams win because wins. nobody dies, and, yeah. that's how, because and they just play just for three them hours, them. and then and we can just like, keep watching, and then we just all go to Meyer to celebrate in five seconds. <laughs> Um, we all have to go to the place that of the winning team sponsor. So you have, have to go to, go to No to Cancer, Cancer Center. <laughs> yeah. to go to Meyer. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I think that's it for us. Um, so far in the running, our names are um, Savannah McCaskill Fan Club. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a sportswoman now. <laughs> I'm a sportswoman now. Um. No he likes sweat. play on. I play saw on. play on pop up in the in the chat down there. Play on. Somebody I saw said that it, I and I was that. like, yeah. "Hey, we should yeah. play on." Play on. Play. Oh yeah. Play on. Lady balls. No. Um. If you have any, I don't like <laughs> lady balls. I don't know why I said that. Can you edit that out? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Got it. Leave it. Start with it. Lead with it. <laughs> Put it first. <laughs> if you have any um suggestions, uh, let us know in our um uh thing. So Maggie, when you watch this, please tell us. <laughs> please don't watch it. Please be. just listen. Yeah, please I just listen. Yeah, I am in my I am in my basement. So. This is also going to take a second. I mean, I, you, you can't just go put it on Apple Podcasts either. <laughs> well, just um, we'll kind of need out. a name, but via support the postal service. Support the postal put service. Support the USPS. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, guys, uh, let's <laughs> let's wrap it up here and. Um, I, I, all in all, I love you guys. I love um, soccer and um, I love uh, sports in general. <laughs> okay. Are we done? Do, do we all do it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Out? And then you guys say, <laughs> okay. Um, okay, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.